0: Welcome to My Heart Songs podcast number 111, Another Day in Paradise. First, there was the U.S. failure to join the rest of the world on a non-legally binding World Health Organization resolution that, quote, calls for intensified international cooperation and solidarity to contain, mitigate, and overcome the pandemic, urging member states to enable all countries to have unhindered timely access to quality, safe, efficacious, and affordable diagnostics, therapeutics, medicines, and vaccines. Then all the ridiculous yet anxiety-provoking bombast about not having a peaceful transition and acceptance of election results. And new reports of massive ocean hotspots threatening sea life to complement the already-known Great Pacific Garbage Patch, a 600,000-square-mile plastic island. Time to get out of Dodge and take a break from e-pollution. No cell phones, computers, Internet, or news. Just four days and three nights camping on the Chama with seven other men from my 33-ish-year-old men's group. Man, been a long time. Friends for decades still supporting each other through difficult times. The challenges have shifted, but the heartfelt intent and kindness is always there. Wings to the soul and discipline for the body. Many diverse holy books speak of dilatatio, elevatio, and excessus, Contemplation, elevation, and ecstasy. Ecstasy being defined as the sudden infusion of the sacred mystery into the ordinary. There was plenty of all of that, along with card games, banter, cooking meals together, the menu was pantophagous, and fireside stargazing. We've been shooting large metal objects into space since 1957. Satellites, rockets, space stations, missiles. A garbage truck known as Clear Space is soon set to launch in 2025 to start cleaning up the mess some 34,000 pieces of space junk larger than 4 inches. These threaten to crash into the many orbiting satellites we have come to rely upon for modern communications, navigation, weather prediction, and sensing of Earth's atmospheric land, ocean, and ice changes. With an orbital speed of 17,000 miles per hour, such bits of metal have bullet velocity piercing power. The plot thickens as many companies intend to put up thousands of grapefruit-sized satellites so that every inch of the Earth can be photographed from space every 24 hours. Forget the Big Brother aspects of that and cogitate the idea of space being the next frontier we will continue to pollute. I took a sunrise walk to play flute on a sandy beach by the river. Another morning before breakfast, I climbed high to commune with the hoodoos. For the uninitiated, Wikipedia offers this info, quote, A hoodoo, also called a tent rock, fairy chimney, or earth pyramid, is a tall, thin spire of rock that protrudes from the bottom of an arid drainage basin or badland. Hoodoos typically consist of relatively soft rock topped by harder, less easily eroded stone that protects each column from the elements, end quote. All true, and as with many word fests, the explanatory phrases, nor the photo accompanying this podcast, do not do justice to the up-close and personal power and majesty they emanate. I did not climb high enough to sit next to the ones I'd spotted from our camp, because they sat on a relatively inaccessible shelf, more of a half-day expedition than a get-the-body-moving jaunt. Yet I enjoyed the silence of the extended hoodoo family I did encounter high up at the rambling base of a Brobdignagian section of unclimbable red rock. My rock brothers and sisters had many secrets to tell, but I will leave those whisperings for another time. The juxtaposition of nature time with the general level of angst experienced by many these days got me musing about the notion of ambiguous loss a loss that is unclear and lacks resolution. Not when someone we love dies, or we get fired or become unemployed, or our house burns down or is hit by a hurricane. Those are tangible and transparently obvious in the suffering engendered. Ambiguous loss might be the slow, steady, unpredictable falling away of a family member with addiction or dementia, or a missing person whose whereabouts and well-being remain clouded. Ambiguous loss also speaks to that sense of deprivation that arises when we no longer can move about in our daily life with the freedoms that we are accustomed to. The forfeiture of rituals, those weddings, graduations, funerals, and memorials so much more challenging to orchestrate in COVID times. The loss of so many feel-good activities or those we did for self-care, going out dancing to live music concerts or theater or to the gym or a yoga class. We might also include trust in our democracy or its leaders to actually make things better, to provide the proverbial light at the end of the tunnel that is not, in fact, just another train coming at us. So many crazy situations in the past six months that stimulate varying degrees of anxiety and depression in ourselves and loved ones. The stuff of ambiguous loss is hard to grieve precisely because it is so elusive the palpable, yet sometimes hard-to-put-a-finger-on deprivations of the new abnormal. I often wonder about children these days. When do they first become aware of human complexity, our collective tendency to deceit, denial, and destruction? Do they have the capacity to climb into the treehouse connecting their head and heart to escape the madness engulfing them? Do any of us? Some days seems next to impossible to hitch a ride on my idealism or jump on an optimist bandwagon. I can rationalize that everything is okay by walking around the house while avoiding looking in any mirrors. Good news seems hard to find as a solution-oriented conspiracy theory. (laughs) So I'm left with the empowering, empowering reality that when I can't change a situation, I have to shift my perspective. That's exactly what intent and time by the river in the company of good men can do. Thanks as always for listening, and remember friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.